0: Hey, aloha, everybody. Jeff Reimbold here. It is our preview show for the AFC East, a division with some true Cadillacs. In it. And I'd say Cadillacs, I'm talking about some elite level football teams. This is a division that I think, Mike, is going to be absolutely fabulous to watch during the course of the season. And we'll start with hard knocks at the Jets. And a little bit of an inside peek behind the curtain at the Aaron Rodgers experience in New York.
1: Let's say first off, Jeff, good to see you again, my friend, and good to hear you from people on the podcast. Thanks listening, folks. Very, very quickly from me, this was recorded last weekend at the end of the weekend. So if anything does happen, don't hit us. It'll be fine. Um. I'm in Greece basically for a week, and I told Jeff I'm not recording, but we're here, and that's all that matters. The one thing that I'm looking forward to upon my return, not being sunburned, Jeff, is to see what the hell is going on in New York. Finally, they have a quarterback by the name of Aaron Rodgers, and it's it's just, it's it's going to be a year where you genuinely just do not know what is going to happen. Forget about the fact that he's brought in half a Green Bay onto that offense. You feel like this is going to be a championship situation or it's going to be a crash and burn situation and it's not going to be in between. I think the best way to describe it for me is looking at their schedule. They've a very, very tough start to the season where I think they play the Bills, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Patriots, first four weeks of the season. And say if the worst does happen and that team start off negatively, the real definition of a season is going to be how will Rodgers react? Will the toys go out of the pram the first few weeks if that does happen? Or will they knuckle down and actually realise that it's a 17-week season and they'll get in far away to the playoffs? I'll make this open and honest right now. I I think the Jets won't win the division in my eyes, but I certainly think they'll be challenging for not just the wild card spot, but challenging deep into the playoffs. And I'm intrigued to see how Aaron how Rodgers can go in and shut people up in a Harder division, a harder conference, and if he does that within this, the the scope of one year, he should he should walk away with his head held high. Uh, very quickly for me, fascinated not only to see it hard knocks with Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, fascinated to see that relationship between like Sauce Gardner and Aaron Rodgers develop as well. So it, it's going to be a great year. I think they need time. Salah needs time, even more time. But he needs to be given more time, more respect from the media
0: bring it up? I, I think, you know, there's a lot of a lot of factors that are going to be at play here. First of all, remember Aaron Rodgers. During his time with the with the Packers, when the Packers weren't playing well, what was his response in the media? Relaxed, right? You remember that big quote? Yeah. Everybody just relax. So he's shown that he has the ability to, to have that kind of leadership when things aren't going to go well. And you mentioned early season in the schedule. Potentially they could be one and three after four weeks. And the New York media, as you know, it's the largest media center in the United States, has more newspapers and more, you know, more people following that team than any place else. And they are tough. And they should be tough. And so you know that they'll be, you know, screaming for blood. But I just think that his ability to stay above it is going to be really, really critical for their success. There's going to be growing pains, Mike. You know, you don't have the time in training camp that we've had in the past. You don't have the number of practices, the pads, the, you know, all of it. So teams come out of training camp and really use the first, first month of the season as like an advanced training camp. And so I think you're going to see this team grow over time if they can stay healthy. Because this is a very, very talented football team. You look at it on both sides of the ball, and you know, you know, can Brees Hill come back? That's an interesting story for me because Brees, Brees Hall rather was you know as good as there was in in the league, a really dynamic running back. That you know the Jets need that. They need balance in their offense. They can't make it, in my opinion, a totally one hundred percent Aaron Rodgers show, right? They've got, you know, they've got players outside. And I think when you look at, you know, McCall Hardman and Corey Davis and, you know, Lazard is, you know, has, has a history with Rodgers. They have the potential to be a really, really good offense. You know, CJ Ozuma at tight end, you know, the big question again, to me is how healthy is that offensive line going to stay? Right. And, you know, they drafted Joe Tipman who will help them and, you know, Connor McGovern, they brought back and, you know, they got Billy Turner at at this tackle insurance because McKay Beckton has been you know, a struggle. He's not, he's had some tremendous games in his career, but he's been a hurt, you know, out of shape. So those guys have to play well and they got to protect Aaron Rodgers, keep him on, you know, on his feet and let him do his thing. But already Mike in the, In the film that I've watched out of training camp, one of the things that strikes me when I watch Aaron Rodgers throw is just how accurate he is. And you think about that was the absolute opposite, right, of what the Jets receivers have have been able to – you know, Zach just was was not an accurate quarterback, was not an accurate thrower. And now they've got a guy in there that knows, you know, He's got the experience. Where's the pressure coming from? Where do I go with the ball fast? You know, how do I throw the ball to get a guy yards after the catch? All of those things are strengths with Aaron Rodgers, and I think that for the first time since Joe Namath, right, the Jets have elite level quarterback play.
1: There you go. There's a quote, and um, you're talking there about Hardman. A couple of guys coming off injuries are like Hardman with the like a muscle. Muscle core surgery, I, I wrote an article in this last week, and there's two, there, uh, there are a lot of players coming off injuries where you're looking, if they can get it right, it, it'll work well, and if they don't, it could be it could be dodgy enough. Which team do you all go with next? Are we Are gonna play Russian or We'll pick one and just, just go for it. I feel like we need to talk about the elephant in the room, Jack. We need to talk about
0: it. The elephant in the room, uh, there's a lot of elephants in the room. You, 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 the Nuremian Patriots, every, my friend. Every one of these teams has an elephant in the room. I, you talk about the Patriots, I, I, Patriots are an interesting club for me. You know, you look at pluses and minuses, and I'd say, where are the pluses for the New England Patriots? I think they, defensively, they can be a really good football team, right? Now, their their defense is, up. you know, the sum is better than the parts, right? But that's Bill Belichick's kind of way. I think their coaching is outstanding. I think their coaching's improved on the offensive side because they've got Bill O'Brien now. They've got a true offensive coach running the offense, um, you know, I they've got depth at tight end, they've got two legitimate tight ends. What they don't have and what they missed out on this offseason was an opportunity to have a real number one wide receiver. I, I think Ramondre yeah. Stevens, they they have the ability to run the football, they've got depth in the offensive line, they'll be tough physically, they'll be tough mentally. Um Mac Jones will be much, much better handled. By Bill O'Brien, then, then by Patricia. Uh, just worry when I talk about when you talk about the Patriots. You know, the, the glaring hole to me is lack of dynamic playmakers outside. Um, I think we've seen that Mac Jones can. You know, he, he's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback in my mind yet, but he is a good quarterback and good enough to get you to playoffs. The question again in this division, are you going to be able to score enough points to to get into track meets with teams like Buffalo, with teams like potentially the Jets, and certainly Miami that have an opportunity to score a lot of points. The Patriots are going to have to win the old school way, which is win on defense, get turnovers, and play better special teams than the opponents. And if they can do that, they'll be in every game. I just don't know if they have the firepower to overcome the other teams in the league that have more weapons. It's it's such an intriguing
1: year for New England, and it's you know it's it's always an intriguing year, but the the most intriguing years of standouts probably the year that Brady went, and, and there were so many questions around the quarterback position. But this is more intriguing because you know you lose Devin and McCourty over Tack you you bring in Christian Gonzalez in the first round, you go after White in the second, you know you, you try and keep that. Defense to a level of where is that? And, and you've mentioned that, you know, that 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 defense is quite similar to where it was. And then they bring in O'Brien and have that effect. Get Juju in, you know, but you still lose Jacoby Myers. But then getting Mike Kosicki in can really be a situation where it does cover over those cracks. I, I agree. You know, you're spot on in terms of they should have brought in the wide receiver one, trying to get that marquee signing. And, and DeAndre Hopkins would have been that perfect signing for them before he went to Tennessee obviously bringing in O'Brien you know, has that clear shift for them he was there for how many years before he left there from 2007 to 2011 you know, well respected by Tom Brady at the time well respected by the Patriots organisation and if anyone is going to help Mac Jones it has to be him and this is such a big year for Mac Jones because you have to ask Jeff when is it going to give how long should they stay with Mac Jones this season if you get to week 7, week 8, week 9 I think this is a fair enough discussion and a very difficult division for them. You know, Jones could go out and ball out this year. He could have an average year. He could have a poor year. But if you're getting to those weeks and Billy Zappi is being chanted from the stands, what do you do? Do you keep going? I think that's going to be the real value for me. And the the other big question for me is: Can Ramondre Stevenson really be trusted to be the lead running back for 16 games over a 17 week spell? A hard spell against real. Big players in the AFC East, I don't know, and that well, that I, could be a major factor.
0: I think you know the, the Patriots have shown historically that you know they'll find running backs. They do. They find guy. Oh, of course, come in there and and play well and and play well in that system. The again, to me, Mike, the biggest challenge that they have is where is the playmakers? Where are the guys who can take a ball, you know, take a seven-yard slant route and turn it into a 40-yard touchdown. That, you know, you have to be, when, when you don't have playmakers, you have to be able to execute at a high level consistently enough to score points. And that is tough. It is really tough. And you look at a division, you know, you're, you're talking about a division where there's some really good defensive players in this division every team, every team in the division has elite level defensive players, you know, and you can go to Buffalo, you can go to New York, you can go through New England has elite level players, but certainly the Dolphins have tremendous, at least on paper right now, we'll see what they play like, but certainly they've got defensive players at every level. So if you don't have guys that can be that Guy to turn a seven-yard slant route into a forty-yard touchdown, or you know, somebody not in the right gap, and and all of a sudden they're in the secondary and they make a guy miss in the secondary and you know get a sixty-yard touchdown run. That makes it tough on you because you got to constantly be efficient. You got to you know, it's tough, and you know I think Mac Jones can handle that. You know he showed in his in his rookie season, and if he he has the ability, it's interesting to me. He spoke out publicly about, you know, the whole situation with, with the coaching last year. And I think this is an interesting, you don't do that in Fortress Patriot very much. And so I think he needs to, you know, show that uh, that he's not only the, he's got to be, be the leader of the football team, not just the quarterback, be the leader of the football team. And there's more to it than just completing a slant route.
1: And when things do get bad, because they'll get bad for every team at some point during the season, what will he do to manage that? I think that's going to be key. Let's talk about this beautiful combination, Jeff. Tua, in Ramsey, Xivian Hired, Vic van If you add all of them up, do you get a super Bowl at the end of it? Uh, well,
0: if you if, if the game was played on paper, this is the team that would be the favorite, in my opinion right? Yeah. The whole thing for Miami is going to, I think, will come down to, can Tua stay healthy? And, you know, you go all the way back to his time at Alabama. He was not healthy at Alabama all the time. He had injury situations there. He's had the concussion issues. That's really scary. Um, You know, he's had lower leg issues. You know, again, the guy is beat up And he's in better shape. I know this because I've seen him this in Hawaii. He's in better shape than he's been. He looks bigger. He, you know, he came into the league and was not, you know, he he just didn't look like an NFL football player. Now he's starting to look like an NFL football player. Can he hold up? Will his body survive? Because this is an absolute track team at wide receiver and their offense. You know, when you look at guys Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. You go out and draft Devon Ashan from Texas A&M, and that's a 4-3 guy. They, you know, Raheem Mostert, those are dynamic, big play guys, and they have them in spades. We talked about the Patriots. We just talked about the Patriots. What the Patriots don't have, the Dolphins have a surplus of. Again, when you look at the Dolphin offense next to Tua and, and the uncertainty of his health, the question I have is, how good is this offensive line gonna play? Because they've gotta continue to get better. Now they have improved, but they've gotta continue to get better. They have to run the football effectively to take the pressure off Tua and let him, you know, when he's able to throw the play action stuff, he's much, much better than when he has to, you know, drop back and throw it 45 times to beat somebody. They need balance in their offense, they have it, right? As long as the offensive line can continue to play improved football i i don't say i i don't think they're i don't think they're an elite group yet but it's an improving group and i think their continued evo- evolution and, and improvement in the offensive line is going to be critical go to defense bring in vic fangio one of the most well-respected defensive coaches in national football league history uh signed bradley chubb 100 million dollar deal i mean think about it you, you got jalen phillips christian wilkins bradley chubb David Long, a linebacker, the very, very productive linebacker, Jalen Ramsey, Jabon Holland, Xavier Howard. I mean, that's that's you're talking about the possibility of having six or seven pro bowlers on that defense. That's a pretty nasty bunch. And the coaching that Fangio Fangio did a tremendous job everywhere he's been, in Chicago, in you know, Enver as the head coach and basically the defensive coordinator. Um, so, I think, you know, Dolphin fans, it's all going to come down to whether you can keep Tua healthy. If he's healthy and he plays like he played before he got hurt last year, I think the Dolphins should win that division. Oh, I like it. I, I wasn't expecting
1: that at the end of the division. Um, I'll, I'll just add a few more points on, your, on just in your excellent analysis. When Tua went down last year, you had Teddy there. And I'm not saying like I'm not saying Teddy Bridgewater was was a trailblazer or a guy that could win you 16 football games a year, but serviceable. Am we seen that? I just don't believe Mike White's gonna be that guy for them if, if it. And I, you know, I think everyone hopes that that's not gonna come. Like you know, I don't, I don't think any of us want to see Mike White play this year because that means something's going on with two, and none of us want to see that. We want to see two get back to full health. He obviously had a number of different questions to ask last year in regards to his health and his long term performance in the league. Mike White is an intriguing pick. Austin Jackson, right tackle, only played two games last year. He needs to have a big year. There was whispers that obviously in a per year with the LA Rams that Gino Ramsey wasn't his usual self, but you would expect in Vic Fangio's scheme and his defense that he would return to normal. And he'll, you know, look, Miami, in my opinion, got the best secondary in the league by a country mile. It is sensational. And for them to now revamp and go forward, it's going to be intriguing to see how far they get. I think the next team we're going to talk about will win the division, but I certainly think that the two teams behind them will take them very close, and that's why it makes this this division just be so intriguing this year. Do you want to talk about them?
0: Bills? Yeah. I, I, You know, again, here's the deal with the Bills to me, right? And I am a big Josh Allen fan, and I think he's... He's, if there's anybody close to Patrick Mahomes, it's Josh Allen, because he can do so many things with his feet and his arm and his toughness. I think he's elite level player. You know, one of the top two quarterbacks in the league right now. But this team needs balance. Right? They need a running game. I'm not sold that their offensive line is good enough. I, you know, when you watched them last year at the end, when they needed to have balance to win football games, they didn't have it. The running game was really a lot of Josh Allen scrambling around, right? You can't, I don't think you can win at the highest level in the National Football League if you don't have the ability to run the ball at times when you need to close out a game, when you need to pick up a third and three, all of those things. Now, you know i think there are also some cracks in you know in the structure i, I it was interesting you know there were segs controversies you know floating around you know between players and coaches and guys you know all the stuff all the distraction stuff that you don't want um i think it's critical for them that Vaughn miller gets back and you know back to the form that he had he is such an important part to them because again same thing down the stretch when they needed to have big plays out of their pass rushers they've invested a lot of draft picks and a lot of money in guys that you know have not really given them the return on investment that they needed if Vaughn miller can come back and be, be that guy that guy that can get you the sack on third and eight when you need it that's going to be huge you know they got really good safety play. You know, those two safeties are, I think, as good as pair as there is in the league. Mike Milano at Will Linebacker is an outstanding player. Who's going to replace, you know, who's going to be the new Mike Linebacker? That's going to be interesting to see how that, that you know, unfolds too, because, you know, you lose a, you know, you lose a guy that's been a, a rock in there for two or three, four years. Um, you're going to have to have somebody step up in there. How many of those young guys that they've put so much stock in Lawson, and Epinesa, those guys, can they take the next step? Well, you know, I look at, you know, you know, you look at some of those guys and, and they, you know, they're kind of one trick ponies on the, on the defensive line. And, and, you know, you're not getting the production. Here's the other thing. Now the head coach is going to become the de facto defensive coordinator, you know, and so, how much more is he going to have on his plate? I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot to do to manage a football team, manage the sideline, be the defensive player, you know, defensive coordinator, call the defensive signals, all of that stuff. So, um, you know, I think that's going to be interesting. I'm a, uh, you know, I I like Sean. I, I'm a big Sean fan, and and I hope that it works for him. I just think that this is a team that, you know that window is going to close pretty soon on them. You're looking at the Dolphins right now, I think right in the middle of their Super Bowl window, I think the Jets have a chance, and I think this team has a chance. It's going to be a great battle, but I just think you look at the two rosters, and I think the Jets, excuse me, I think the Dolphins have a better roster top to bottom, right? Um, And again, we'll see how how it shakes itself out.
1: I'm not convinced that the Diggs situation's been rectified, and you know we, we, we've seen with everything's come out with Sean McDermott and Diggs and the press conferences over the last couple of months. I think that's going to be something to look at. There's clearly a frustration there with the Bills, Diggs, McDermott, Ken Dorsey. I think there is something could a there over the season, and you hope for Diggs' sake, and for the Bills' sake, that he can get it together and, and foster those relationships during the season. And um, I think for me, Jeff, you know we we talked about the Jets. Uh, not just on this podcast but on your podcast last week where you're know, talking about their schedule I mean from week 11 onwards you know, obviously they play the Jets week 1 Monday and I thought, oh, that, that is a marker to start off with because whoever loses that game will suddenly have an avalanche of questions following them going into week 2 short week as well uh, week 11 they have the Jets and Rodgers they play the Eagles and then Mahomes after that and then they get up by in week 13. They have the Cowboys at home. The Chargers on the road. The Patriots at home. And then the Dolphins on the road to end the season. That's a difficult end of the season. In between that, before that, they have to go to London. To face the Jaguars team who have been in London already for a week. And that could be a major issue for them. Because the Jaguars are going to be up for that game. And I already think that's going to be an issue. I'm not too concerned with Cook at the running back. And you bring in Damien Harris. I think they have to get it to work. You know, Cook... Average five point seven yards per car per carry on around ninety attempts last season. That needs to go to the next level. That's the big X factor for me. Can Buffalo evolve its run game? If they can, they'll be host. They'll, they'll be hosting a Lombardi Trophy in Las Vegas in February. Simple
0: as that but it's for me. I I Drop I, I, I I really can't see this team as a Super Bowl champion. I can see it as a playoff team. I can see it. I can see it win the East Eastern Division. I just don't know if the balance is there. Um, You know, I I think that, you know, it's going to be interesting to see Dalton Kincaid. I think that's a guy that can, you know, make some big plays up the scene for for him. You you mentioned Diggs. How, you know, Diggs, let's remember now, Diggs talked his way out of Minnesota too, right? He eventually, you know, became enough of a problem up there that they got rid of him. You know, is that what we're seeing here? Um, I, I I don't know. With, you know, how much two tight ends are we going to see out of Ken Dorsey, right? Because you got Dawson Knox and you got Kincaid. That's pretty dynamic. They, they really missed and, and had to go back and get and sign Cole Beasley because they didn't have an inside threat to pair with Diggs. And, you know, maybe that's what we're going to see now out of the Bills with with more two tight end stuff and you know using Kincaid as that big slot receiver, uh, I think it's going to be fascinating to watch and see how that offense you know develops uh, you know that's just i I just really think that there is the possibility or like, they can play better in the offensive line. That's the key thing you know that just Josh Allen got himself out of a lot of trouble last year, right if you had a less mobile quarterback, a less dynamic quarterback, you know, their sack total would have been way up there. But again, he was, he, you know, kind of glossed over some of the problems that they have, particularly on the inside of that offensive line. And, you know, I think, you know, it's, remember, those hits take their toll, right? On every quarterback. And I think he's got to learn to slide more. He's got to learn to run out of bounds. He's got to, you know, throw the ball away uh, because if he goes down, if he goes down, it could be a long year in Buffalo. And so I think this is a situation where just like in Miami, you know, where you've got a guy that's kind of tender in Tua, you know, and now you, you've got a guy that's been hit an awful lot, Josh Allen. And Josh Allen is big, strong, tough dude. I, I'm not denying any of that. I just know that this those hits take a toll they take a toll and you don't want him exposed to that that kind of a beating week in and week out it's it's tough
1: i have motel so you're saying dolphins i'm saying bills I, I like it jeff and um, okay i'm back from greece next week hopefully with a head of hair ish and not too red and um, with one more division to go right. i don't know what it is offhand but then we're going to get into the real stuff training
0: camp preseason starting we're getting there man aren't we Yep. Yeah, well won't be long and we'll be at the like hall of fame game in canton and watching a new file we go inducted into the nfl hall of fame and the hall of fame game and from the hall of fame game it's you know game on as they say up here in canada and you know it'll be awesome best
1: luck to you over the next few weeks in cfl we'll be back folks with a podcast approximately next wednesday second of august but for now I'll let Jeff say goodbye. It's his show, but I'll say goodbye. goodbye.
0: Aloha.